goodness. We're here. Gracious. We're finally we are, here. We are here. We are here. Like like Horton hearing little microscopic people on a planet on a flower. We are here. Give me your best yop, Richard. Yop? Oh, gosh. Minotauris. Uh, Minnow. Am I calling you Minnow or am I calling you... What if, you can call yeah, me Minnow. Miss, Miss okay. Minotauris. Miss Minotaurus. <laughs> what? Wait, you want me to yop? Yeah, give me your best yop so we can start the damage roll. I don't know what a yop is. It's just, have you, it's a yop. Just give me... Just the, what do you, it's, 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 it's like a way to let people know that you are there, that you exist. So get that energy and give me a yop. Yop! Wow, she... <laughs> She yops so good. She, she her audio broke. That's oh, no. that works. See, that's a yop, Richard. That's a yop. I'm so sorry I failed you. I didn't mean to clip the audio. Oops. <laughs> that's the word I was looking for. Yeah, Mr. Audio Guy. <laughs> I'm starting the intro music. Fuck both of y'all. <laughs> about the hobbies your heart most desires my name is ryan hall and my name is richard lasco and joining us in the studio for the second time and definitely not the last time the lovely the wonderful minotauris hi yay yay (laughs) (laughs) hi Am I supposed to Hello. say something? Yeah, this is yeah, this is, this this is, is your, all you. your turn you, to say hi. No! You're, you're as much a part of this now as as we have been. So oh okay, so like say a little bit about me. Sure, sure. Oh okay, hi. Uh, I'm Minotaurus, <laughs> <laughs> but you can call me Minno. Um, I'm a Twitch streamer and a YouTuber, and I really like cosplaying and metal music and makeup and cats and horror things and spooky things. And yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy to have you back on the show. It has been a while. It has. And I, I'm excited to jump into some fun conversations. We spent that episode um, when we were, when we did record with you talking about all your Twitch stuff and streaming and what that, what that did for you and your community and we made you blush. I, I fist pumped, and I said I didn't fist pump, but I did. So it was <laughs> it was a fun it was a fun time. It was. Um, so I I guess just to start right in, how have things been? Because I haven't talked to you. Richard has in in multiple different ways. Being on the stream, <laughs> watching you, getting those cupcakes, dominating the chats. Yeah. So how how have things been? How has your journey on on Twitch been? 
My journey's been really good, um, especially lately. And it was, I was totally blindsided by how good January was for me and kicking off the new year with streaming. Mm. Um, I felt like uh, the past few months of 2023 were really getting to me in terms of mental health. And Ooh, um, yes, we it, love that. I know, right? It, it, it's such a pain, mental health. <laughs> um, and so I, I had to like kind of reevaluate some certain aspects of my life that I don't, I don't really want to get into too much. But um, sure, sure. And I kind of like pinpoint where there was some negativity and negative energy coming from. And I kind of cut that out of my life and was ready to go full force into 2024 with. Um, Twitch and building my community even more and um, and really cultivating that rapport that I already have with my current community members and stuff like that. And January was insane. I wasn't prepared to reach Twitch metrics that I had never seen before. Like having over 350 people watching me was wild to me because of just new friends that I've made through <laughs> streaming and them being extremely supportive of, of my channel. Um, that was wild. Um, I did my first charity stream like on my own and uh, hosted that with wow. uh, my roommate and really wasn't expecting much at all. And we surpassed our donation goal. And so that was really cool. And I... I really just hit the ground running. I launched a website and I have merch that I'm really excited about and want to wear, which is really cool. Holy cow. Like January was so busy, but so good. and so rewarding. And I'm yeah. just like really thankful for January and like kicking off the new year with a good start. So I'm hoping to channel that momentum while still reminding myself that when it comes to streaming or in content creation in general, that there's going to be highs and lows. And so you enjoy the highs and the lows can get rough, but it's not forever. And um, so I'm prepared for some lows to come up because the highs can't last forever either. So, um, but while having that mindset of like preparing for like the lows to come at some point, uh, I still want to try and keep that momentum and that energy that I was feeling in January. So, yeah. Wow. That's so much good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's been really cool to see the kind of like growth and explosion that's happened over the last month. Yeah. And just being a part of your community, it's been really cool to see like the, the, um, the fundraiser that you did watching you reach like 90% of your goal within the first like hour and a half was wow. amazing to see. That was so cool. Yeah. I, uh, me and my roommate were not prepared for that at all. We had a 24-hour <laughs> charity stream, and I was thinking, you know, like, I'll be happy with whatever we raised by the end of the 24 hours, and um, and kind of had low expectations just because I didn't, I hadn't done this before. Like, I've participated in charity streams, but they were on, uh, like, other friends' channels and stuff, um, so this is my first time hosting it myself, and I didn't have, like, a basis to go off of so I didn't know like what to set the donation goal as so I didn't set it very high um and didn't have a high expectation of even reaching that goal I was just gonna be happy with whatever we did and as long as we had fun that's all that mattered and like like Jay said uh like 
it was an hour and a half in and we were already like more than halfway through our goals and i was like oh my gosh like this is insane we still have like you know 23 hours left to go <laughs> we still have like 80 percent of, of the 24 hours yep <laughs> so oh. did you did you end up finishing the 24 hours we did. It was rough um, splitting <laughs> yeah. it between me and my roommate. We had a sleeping schedule ready to go, and I was going to be the one to go to bed early because I'm a morning person. Oh. And so I was going to wake up at like 5 a.m. and then carry us into like 10 a.m. And then my roommate would wake up and then like we would both be back on stream together again. Except that like gotcha. I was so jacked up on like... Not Mountain Dew, but on energy drinks and coffee and tea that I was not ready to go to sleep, and I wrecked the sleeping schedule altogether. Oh my gosh. I ended up falling asleep for like maybe an hour, and then I got up and relieved my roommate so he could go sleep for an hour, but he ended up passing out for like... I don't know. I, I want to say he probably had, like, an hour left to stream. No, he didn't even finish stream. That's what it was. He didn't even, like, wake up to finish stream. Um, He was so delirious when I, like, woke up after an hour. Because he, like, carried us through, like, the the late night hours or whatever. And um, wow, it was a lot of work for two people. It's not my first yeah. time doing a 24-hour charity stream. But in the past, I've done 24-hour streams. It was divided up amongst, like, six of us. So it was way more manageable, um, but between two people, it was really difficult, and in all of that, we had some really big raids come in, we had someone wow. stream sniping us in the game we were playing, which was awful, and um, I had never <laughs> experienced that before, uh, so there was a lot happening, and a lot of it, I feel like I was only half awake for. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. <laughs> 24 hours is... Uh, it, uh, people talk a big big game about, oh, I'm going to stay up for 24 hours. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get to like 3 a.m. and you're like, I am done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially being on camera at the same time and trying to stay yeah. energized to entertain everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Now you, yeah. you catch you catch me at nineteen to twenty two years old. Oh yeah, twenty four mm-hmm. hours. Push 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 shaw. Nothing. Yep. But 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 pushing pushing twenty eight now. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. Yeah. I mean, I'm about to be thirty one, so I feel that. <laughs> I'm like, I can't yeah. be doing this. This is a once a year thing. Um, <laughs> no more twenty four hour streams for twenty twenty four. That's the goal. That is the goal. I feel like I feel like it'd be fun to do as many like hours as is the year. So by the time you get to like twenty forty, you're just doing forty straight hours of gaming. <laughs> that would be insane. It would be that would wild. be nuts. You'd have to stick to a sleep schedule at that point. Oh, for sure. Just to avoid the delirium. And my yeah. my sleep schedule is awful as is, so I don't think I could do that. What game did y'all decide to play? We were playing Rust. We were gonna going to do oh, okay. twenty four hours of Rust, and I want to say roughly around the twelve hour mark is when we started getting uh, stream sniped, and we just couldn't leave our base without immediately dying. Oh yeah. So um, and we um were able to pinpoint who it was that was watching the stream and stream sniping, so that got taken care of on the twitch side and the rust side 
Um, wow. But we had to pivot and play something else. And so I think while I was sleeping, um, my roommate was playing Elden Ring, I think, and some Street Fighter. Okay. Okay. Uh, six. Yeah. Street Fighter Six. Um, and then when he went to sleep, I played, I think I played Phasmo and the finals, I think. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so it ended up becoming a variety stream, but it was fun. Richard, yeah. if you had to pick outside of Baldur's Gate, I'm not letting you have that choice. Okay. <laughs> what what game would you go for for a 24-hour stream? Okay. Um, Would it be a cop-out to say something like Fortnite? Because specifically Fortnite Why has so many Fortnite? different because Fortnite has so many different modes in it that I could play a multiple a multitude of games and it not like be a problem. I wouldn't get stale because I'd be able to just like I'll play Lego Fortnite for a little bit, then I'll play a few rounds of normal Fortnite, and then I'll play I don't know racing Fortnite. Even though I hate racing games, There's but a like I'll try Fortnite? it. There is. Yeah, yeah. What? Well, Fortnite has re- really opened up recently to allow the creation of like their people's own maps and game modes and all wow. kinds of stuff. They're basically trying to like take out Roblox. <laughs> like they're I coming don't for that blame that them. realm. And, and Roblox yeah. is so unhinged and, and so, so bad. unfiltered. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a um, lot of fun games in Fortnite. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but like, okay. My siblings are trying to drag me into it. Do it. It's fun. <sighs> it really is. Uh, Minnow and I actually played that together last week. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Which you would know if you watch my streams. I, if I I would know if I was on Twitch. Period. I I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna do a one two wham bam here. I don't go on Twitch very often, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I pop on sometimes. If, if he does, if, he yeah, does. Richard will mention, "Yo, Minos is on. I'm about to do something, so I'll pop on for a few minutes to see how you know you're doing." And then Richard will be doing something, and I'll pop on to say hi. And I'll, I'll pop on every so often. I know. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we did play recently. It's fun. It's a really fun game. I I am I never really played it on my own. I just don't. That um, sounds not fun. I I it, I was just saying. I was tuning into a friend's stream the other day, and they were lurking when you and I were um, playing Fortnite together. And the first thing they said was, Menno, did you remember to pick your friend up this time? And I was like, oh my god, let's not relive that, please. I felt horrible. I didn't realize... Uh, I didn't realize Jay was knocked down. And I'm over here, like, looting and just, like, talking to chat and having a great time. And, and Jay's like, I'm down. Can you get me up? And I, like... My brain just like tuned out everything. I had to say it like three or four times. Horrible. Still down, guys. Guys, I'm on the floor. Pick me up, please. There are ants on my toes. I could feel the pixels taking me away. I felt horrible. That's it's great. Totally fine. Uh, I, honestly, for me, I feel like it'd be Minecraft. I I can just go Minecraft for oh, hours. That's a good one. I I go in spurts. I will play for hours and then I'll like not play it for months. 
That's how I am. I have a build right now where I basically decided I'm going to build this massive castle and I built four giant towers and it's beautiful and it looks so cool and I like playing with different textures and different block types and just messing with stuff and then I haven't played it in literally a month and a half. So, you you know what 24-hour <laughs> like game I would I would choose outside of Minecraft to play with you? What? It would be uh Palea. Yeah, that's another one I got bored. <laughs> I haven't played that one in like four months. I know. But I I did everything that I wanted to do when I started, right? And that's I think that's a games that are like the idea of like a cozy game if they don't have a clear goal for me personally. Yeah. I have a hard time staying with them for a long period of time because I get lost in the idea of I need to complete everything. Mm-hmm. And in in Palea, I rush through all of the like objectives to get yeah. a lot of gold and I like, upgraded my house and I bought all the land plots and I upgraded mm-hmm, all my mm-hmm, skills mm-hmm. and I romanced the, the person I was trying to romance in the game and then I was just bored. Like I was like, what else? what else can I do? Uh, keep doing the same things and keep leveling up and which is what is there but for me personally it was like I've, I had reached all the benchmarks I wanted to reach mm. and I was done mm-hmm. like what am I going to do now yeah. So I tend to get super hyper fixated on a game like Minecraft and then yeah. I will run it into the ground till I'm like beyond burnout and then I won't touch it for like a year and I like do that with like same. a lot of uh, grindy games like like Minecraft or Rust or like relatively recently um, Conan Exiles. And like, I don't know what it is. There's just certain games where like I just sink my teeth into and I can't let go. And so every now and then like this happens. So now I have a new thing with like Dead by Daylight where like I have this new goal where I want to like try to prestige a character to 100, which is like so many hours in the game. But I'm like now sunk my teeth into Dead by Daylight and I can't let go. <laughs> I was literally thinking about this actually like a few days ago. It's hmm. nice to hear it like said out loud because right now for me it is Minecraft. And I just recently got into modded Minecraft for like the first time ever in my life. Like this month. Yeah. Wow. And and it has been so fun and I've got I've got a realm and I've got people that I play with. Not many people. It's typically just one person, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's worth it to play with other people. But then before that, it was Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and good did I sink my teeth into that game. Yeah, as much as I could. And that honestly, Assassin's Creed is kind of on the grindy side, kind of. It's a lot of missions that you can yeah. do to level up and get through the story, but um. But I always have that background game, too. So right now, Minecraft is my main obsession. But I've got Red Dead Redemption 2, you know, on my Xbox. And that one, my wife can actually sit and enjoy the scenery and listen to my character talk to the horse because she's really into the voice actor for that. She thinks he's hot. And who wouldn't be? Like, he's sitting there talking to a female horse going, that's it, girl. And I'm like, oh, my God. They actually had to. Did you know they had to tone down the dialogue for for the for Arthur Morgan in Red Dead Redemption Two? No, I did not know because that. he he talked 
too seductively to the horses. Oh, they listened back so to the recording, and they're like, "Hey, <laughs> we're not going to have a large amount of it, but we do have a female audience of female players who I think this is going to be a problem." <laughs> That's so funny. I just picture like Josh Turner talking to a horse. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Well, well, topic change. I have a question for you a little bit. Okay. Uh so I am actually going to be going to a convention in the end of March. This is news to me. Fun. And uh I am trying my first cosplay. Okay. And I'm curious about your experience with cosplay and just want to talk about that. I also want to share and like what I'm doing just because it's fun. Um, but I also am curious, like what what was your first cosplay, and and what do you what got you into cosplay, and I don't know, just generally, what does that looked like for you? Yeah, um, so when I was in college, I had become friends with a group of people I met through Twitter that lived um, not far from me, and um, they kind of got me into all things nerdy. Like they really opened up my mind to like becoming a really hardcore gamer um and they also introduced anime to me um and with that they also introduced going to conventions they took me to my first convention which was san japan um in san antonio and i want to say i went in like 2013 maybe um and i didn't know anything about cosplaying at all and so i went there and I was just dressed in normal like everyday clothes and boy did I stick out like a sore thumb <laughs> um and it was so cool to see everybody in costume and I was like dang like I want to do that and so we went to San Japan again the following year and there was this huge game that was in beta that had just been announced and it was called Overwatch and wow. I was one of the few people that got like early, early, early access to Overwatch. And so I fell in love with D.Va and I was like, I really want to do a D.Va cosplay. And so I I can actually say I'm the very first person to ever cosplay the Junebug skin from D.Va, which is like Whoa. a turquoisey gold color. And that one is probably one of the more hands on cosplays I've ever done. Um I, if, if that ain't some bragging rights right there. I assume I'm the first. Like, I scoured the internet and I didn't see anybody cosplaying her. It was really hard to get my hands on a diva gun. There was, like, one person on Etsy that had made her gun. And it, it's a heavy gun. That thing's, like, a lethal weapon. Man. Like, they, they said it's 3D printed, but, like, I don't know. That thing is heavy. <laughs> uh, Maybe 3D printed with liquid metal. Basically, like, there are times where I get nervous that my diva gun won't pass the prop check station at conventions because Jeez. it's so, like, it's got some weight to it. Um, And when they look at me, like, where did you get this gun? I'm like, look. That game wasn't even released yet. Okay, my options were really limited online. Like, and I didn't know how to make a, a diva gun yet. I was so new to cosplaying. Um, yeah, but it was a lot of fun. Um, my friend who had some experience in cosplaying, um, we went shopping at some costume stores in Austin, and uh, we kind of bought like this gold like bodysuit, and then from there we just kind of added on like the different features that you see in Diva's Junebug skin, and um, 
And so that was a lot of fun. And that was my first time cosplaying. And around that time, um, Amaranth had just kind of started streaming on Twitch and she was streaming a lot of cosplay oh. streams. Um, yeah. And I I had yeah. learned some tips and tricks from her and I had just discovered Jessica Negri. So I was kind of like learning some tips and tricks from her as well. When it came to cosplaying, I was like, dang, these girls are really good at this. I want to get to that level one day. That day has not come yet, but... <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was my first cosplay, so it was a lot of fun. Nice. I've never cosplayed outside of Halloween costumes. You know, yeah, that's why I fell in love with cosplay. Like, when I saw cosplayers, I was like, wait, you mean I can dress up whenever I want and not just for Halloween? This is incredible, because I was obsessed with Halloween. I love getting dressed up, and I was like... Wait, I can do this whatever I want, and there's a group of people that won't judge me for it. <laughs> <laughs> so now they'll judge you if you don't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what? Yeah. What are you doing for a cosplay? So I have decided that I am going to do an Edward Elric from Full Metal Ooh, Alchemist. That's a good um, one. I am kind of going with like. My weird version, I mean, obviously, that's all what all cosplay is at this point. I, f- I feel like with your hair, you could totally do a cyberpunk Edward Elric. I probably could, really cool. but uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to go, he's slightly aged up because I don't have a 17-year-old body, so, Damn, you know. Damn, really? Could have fooled uh, me. Thanks, I think. <laughs> yeah, not, you're welcome. No, no, I'm not accepting that compliment. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh <laughs> But uh, I You're am aging well. That's all I'm saying. I appreciate it. <laughs> I I'm I have my brother who's doing a uh, he's 3D printing an arm for me, and so I'm gonna have the 3D printed like the the metal looking arm. And I have a friend that's really into sewing, and they're gonna help me sew this jacket for it. Uh, and I am really excited, but I'm also like. I am the kind of person when I do a cosplay, I want it to be as accurate as possible and I want it to feel good on me to like embody the character a little bit when I do a costume in general. And so now with me trying this, my hand at something that already exists, because I have done costuming, like we've said, I've done Ren Fairs and, and different costumes with those, but this is my first time trying to embody a specific character. So I'm like kind of nervous that, or like I want to do it right and I want to have enough of a vibe that people will, I mean, they'll, they'll know who I am. It's going to be hard to miss, but uh, I'm excited to like get it and try it and see what happens with it. Yeah. And so just remember, like, as long as you're having fun, that's all that matters. Um, and that's what I like about cosplay is that there's so many different ways to approach how to make a cosplay and you can always add your own spin to it if you wanted to. Uh, which is something I usually do. I, I usually like to take a character and then I'll make it more me. So like I've done so many different variations of D.Va, for example, or I've done a couple of like cross plays where I take two characters and combine them into one, um, which to me always love those. is like a lot of fun. But there are so many people out there who are very like, no, it needs to be like very much accurate to the character. And that's a totally okay way to approach the cosplay too because I totally get like wanting to bring that character into the real world and being accurate to it and I love to see those cosplays too um and and I think that's that's what I like about cosplaying is that it's just open to interpretation on how you want to approach it 
And as long as you're having fun, that's what matters. And people are going to notice if you're having fun in that cosplay and then they're going to love it. So, yeah. Yeah. That is, uh, we, we've talked about, Ryan and I have talked about on this podcast before. One of our favorite animes collectively is, uh, it's up there at least, is uh, My Dress Up Darling. And it's about a character who- God, I love that anime so much. Who, she wants to be a uh, a cosplayer like that's her whole goal and so we watch her do this and learn how to cosplay from literally nothing to doing cosplay all the time and her and, and the the guy friend that that do this um they like learn from nothing and and learn how to do it and they make their own stuff and it's really fun and uh I, they talk about in the show is that concept of there are people who do cosplays who look nothing like the character. And I think that I personally think that those are amazing cosplayers. I love seeing the buff door of the explorers. I think that those things are <laughs> Bro, funny. That's and so like, funny. Like there's so many different ways to do a cosplay. And I love seeing that. And I also love seeing the people who do it to character who look so much like the character that it's crazy. I love yeah. those too. Um, I, I just like, I fall on that side of like, I, for me personally, for the one I'm doing, I'm trying to be like as close to the character, Mm -hmm. but I also, I have blue hair and the blue's not coming out right now. So like, it's, it looks like I'll be blue haired. (laughs) See, cyberpunk. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be fun though. And I'm going to have fun with it and I'm excited to, to do it. And so, yeah. yeah. Well, I think you chose a really good character and a really good anime. Um, as I mentioned about my friends um, who got me into anime and going to conventions, um, the first anime they recommended to me was, um, or one of the first, I should say, was Full Metal Alchemist, actually. And I fell in love with anime after I'd watched that one. Um, and then I later on watched Brotherhood, and I enjoyed Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood so much more than the other Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, yeah. Um, loved that anime so much. And because oh, yeah. it's the anime oh, yeah. that got me into anime, like really fell in love with anime, I actually have a Full Metal Alchemist tattoo. So, oh, that's, that's cool. cool. Yeah, that's how much I really liked that anime. So I say good choice in the character that you're cosplaying. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. What's the, uh, what's the last character that you cosplayed as? Um... The last character, let's see, I went to Con in October, uh, Pennywise. I did like a... Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember I that. I did like a female Ooh. Pennywise. Um, oh, that same weekend I also did Barbie from the movie. I did the oh, Cowgirl yeah. Barbie, and that was a lot of fun too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet. That was a good movie. I really yeah. liked that movie. I did too. I recently saw it. It was mm-hmm. so good. I, I think I saw it about a month ago. It was it was in December <laughs> that I watched it. I saw it opening day. Yeah, <laughs> my wife did. She went and saw it with with people, and then I, I waited until I think December. Also, <laughs> I was like, I want to see it, and then I just didn't <laughs> go see it in theaters. And then I, it came out, and I was like, I am so busy. <laughs> I you know with that movie, I went into it thinking it would be very focused on a female audience since it was mostly girls who grew up playing with Barbie. Um, And I went with my roommate who is male and he ended up loving the movie too because I I was just as shocked that it had a really good message for both men and women. And uh, absolutely. Yeah. Like I, I was really shocked at the storyline. I didn't know what to expect at all because Barbie doesn't have a storyline really. So they could have done anything they wanted. And I think they did a really good job 
executing a story that was really positive for both men and women. Yeah, no, absolutely. I I watched it. I have a lot of friends who one are female and two loved the movie um, and we're just like this is great and you need to see it and this is amazing and then I had so many people who are just like the, the phrase uh, you are enough and I'm like yes this mm-hmm. is a great saying and I so I was like going into it knowing that there was going to be that impact um, because I did see it so late but mm-hmm. it's so good and it does have that message for all genders and it, it kind mm-hmm. of it highlights certain things about our society that are broken and that we need to fix. And then also points to messages of like things that are good and things that we need to emulate. And I think that those are really cool. I think my favorite part of that movie was all the guys singing push by matchbox 20 on the beach. That was amazing. <laughs> Dude. I recently found out they were supposed to play Wonderwall. No, really? I got robbed. They were supposed to, but they couldn't get the rights to the song, so they couldn't do it. Of course, they couldn't because Oasis hates their own song. But because that was like that was the vibe of Wonderwall for so long in my generation of just like oh my god, all the time. The guy got robbed. You played Wonderwall as much, and I had another friend who played Wonderwall like constantly, and I was just like, yeah, that friend taught me Wonderwall. (laughs) I did, yeah. That friend taught me Wonderwall, and so I played it consistently, constantly, all the time. Why? Because it's an easy song to play, the lyrics are fun and very ominous, and I did my own version to it, where I started soft and then went hard with it. It was great. That sounds awesome. Uh, thank you. Thank you. But Now I need like an alternate reality of that movie where they're singing Wonderwall. <laughs> That makes so much sense, though. It, Both yeah. songs are so good, but but I also feel like Push was such a good one because every guy, I don't care who it is, every guy loves that song but still mocks the voice. <laughs> and they did that, and it made my heart so happy. <laughs> it's too fun but I love the lyrics I love the song so much when you actually look into the song and get the meaning behind it it's so freaking deep so I am I am happy with that but I still got robbed I got I got so robbed I'm gonna write some hate mail to Oasis I'm not one to advocate hate mail I'm all about positivity no don't do that but damn it Oasis what the hell don't do that. That is very funny, though. That is. <laughs> well, now's a good time to say what I'm going to do a bit. So uh, we're going to talk. Uh, I have Florida Man headlines. I was hoping for Florida Man. <laughs> oh, boy. I was hoping for Florida Man. Uh, you know, I don't know if you've seen, but we both have on the internet the plethora of headlines that come out of Florida, and it is the weirdest thing ever to see mm-hmm. uh and so we're just gonna we're gonna share a few and we're just gonna talk about it because yeah. i love these okay. so much i i should i should say that the last time minna was on here we did one of those laws yeah one oh, of those yeah laws. we did and we we talked about sexy refrigerators and planking <laughs> and how illegal <laughs> it would <Yep>. be <laughs> i just so and the fridge was wearing leather <laughs> i i need what i'm hoping for in this bit 
is um, Florida man caught planking on a leather sexy refrigerator. <laughs> That's all I need. Amidst- With a pet alligator next to him. <laughs> all right. <laughs> or at least a bunch of dildos that look like an alligator. Oh my god. Dildos made out of alligator skin. Yikes. Oh. All right. <laughs> you hate that noise so much. I, you know I only do it because you hate that noise. <laughs> all right. Florida man breaks into a house, yep. cleans it, yep. and leaves behind origami. <laughs> Does it specify what animals or shapes or... Uh, origami roses on the toilet paper rolls. Oh. <laughs> what? Oh. He broke in, cleaned the house for them. He he, he was talking to his buddies. All right, I'm going to do something. I've never done before. What are you going to do? I'm going to break someone in the house. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm going to do? You're going to steal everything? I'm going to clean it. Oh, what? Yeah, and I'm going to leave paper roses in their bathroom. Okay. The real question in this is, when cleaning the house in the bathroom and leaving the origami roses, did he Uh leave the toilet paper, like, roll over or under? Oh, that's a good question. Because he's he's either an absolute villain or a hero, depending on your preference. He would be a villain if he left it under. Thank you. I was about to say, (laughs) there's only one right way to do it, and it's over. We're on the same page of this, right? Okay. Okay. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Yeah. Now, the only way it would be under, I will give it to you if you are a crazy cat lady. That is the only way I accept under. Because there's no other way to avoid your cat getting to the toilet paper unless you're doing under. This is that, true. That's actually a fair point. But otherwise, yeah, this guy just like <laughs> broke in and just like cleaned everything. Cleaned that's his bed, wild. like made his they bed They must spread, have not been home then, right? I'm scrubbed assuming. Scrubbed the toilet. I mean, even if I was home and someone broke in and said, I'm here to clean your house, I'd be like, Psh. Have at it. I don't want to do it. See, but my problem is now I Here, have I'll to be I'll just pay up. you. Now I have to be up. I'm going to make them probably some food, but I have to be up now and play video games so that way I know, like, they're not going to steal from me. You just got to trust the process. True. They broke in. Just trust the process. See, if I was in Texas yeah. and this happened, I, I could trust that process a little That's more. That's true. We have That's that. True. We have our southern hospitality. Maybe not here in the DFW area, but if I was more southern or eastern side, sure. Florida? Mm-mm. I mean, obviously it happens. Yeah. Apparently. All right. You ready for the next one? Yes. Yes. Florida man flees cops so fast that some of his clothes come off. So police identify him with the DNA from his sock. From his sock? Cops Wait, how could... does how does yep, the sock that, come yep, off? Yep, that's we're, we're on the same wavelength here, Mano. Is he on like a motorcycle wearing like He's a Looney Tune. Flip-flops and socks? He is an actual Looney Tune. <laughs> he just runs so fast that his clothes just... Cops could only find a pair of jean shorts. No. No. A sandal. No. And yes. a sock at the scene. Hold, Wait. Hold on. I called it. He was wearing flip-flops and socks. <laughs> I... Well, I... I... <laughs> The flip 
flip-flopped coming off, sure. The jean shorts, you could argue that they were two sizes too big or something. Sure. I don't know how they're going to fall off when you're running. I feel like you'd trip first. He'd have to, like, shove that off. But the sock? How is your sock? How in the fuck is your sock going to fall off? I, I don't... I have lots of questions, like, in general, like how clothes are falling off. I assume that... Obviously, the guy wasn't wearing a belt. <laughs> obviously, yeah. Well, and I'm it, just sitting there like... He's running from the cops, but he decided to take the time to strip. <laughs> knowing that his DNA is just all over the clothes, and they just keep going. <laughs> like, wouldn't that wild. waste time? That is crazy. You would think? I don't know. Yeah, it's great. This is great. Like they, the they idea of this. sock and said, all right, we can find him how? The toe cheese that's in his Ugh. sock. Oh. <laughs> that's so gross. All right. Florida man was arrested for calling 911. Yeah. After his cat was denied entry into a club. What? What? Well, okay, but didn't they like know that there's this movie called Cats Don't Dance? So like... Oh my god, someone else knows that movie. It's so good. I loved that movie so much as a kid. It's so good. It was too good. <laughs> it was. We didn't deserve it. it. We, we didn't, didn't deserve it. Oh my gosh, I need to watch that movie again. I know, same. But like with that knowledge though, like yeah. it makes sense that the cat was denied because cats don't dance. No, they don't. <laughs> uh, so the story goes, this oh, gentleman- we context, Okay. Visited a nightclub yeah. alongside his kitten, but the officials denied access to him. Instead of leaving, he called 911, and when the cops arrived, he was uncooperative and continued calling 911, so he was arrested for misusing the emergency line. Okay. Could you imagine the cops show up and they're like, no, I don't want you. 911, can you please send different cops, please? Like... No, you don't understand. My cat needs to get in. Needs to get his groove on. He's my emotional support cat. Uh, <sighs> sir, I don't think you have any documents for that, do you? <laughs> it's in my brain. It's an emotional support cat. You can't deny me. Oh, my God. Look, if you take away my cat right now, I will literally lose it, and that's just proof I'll it's my it. my emotional support pet. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna freaking lose it. I'm gonna... I'm gonna... I'm going to go grab an alligator and <laughs> set him loose in this club if you do not let me enter with my cat. That's what I would threaten. Yeah. I would probably threaten that there would be blood on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. I did find that funny. My it was, kind of, it was lame. masked it. But <laughs> it was lame, but I had to say it. I'm here for the lame jokes, though. I'm here for the lame jokes. Now, if you could pick me up, because I can't walk. Ouch. Yep. That hurt me. Yep. You're welcome. On a very personal <laughs> level. I have another 911, though. Okay. I have another one for 911. Okay. Florida man calls 911 after PlayStation stops working. Oh, my oh. gosh. Which, like, as gamers, I think we all can understand the problem of your station stopping <laughs> working. Especially if it's a PlayStation, period. You know what that means? When the PlayStation doesn't work, I have to go touch grass outside. Yep. 
That's horrifying. I wouldn't know what to do either. I'd be like malfunctioning worse than my PlayStation. <laughs> I have to touch grass with <laughs> no, my with my palm extenders. You. I don't <laughs> I don't what? I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> Pre- press F to feel. <laughs> <laughs> Just alt F for my life. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you walk outside. I don't like this. Control alt delete. <laughs> Task manager. I'm just going to shut down the computer. Shut, shut down. down myself. It's We're fine. done. I want my office chair back. I'll take a nap for a week. <laughs> I'm going to take a nap. I'm going to take a nap right here. <laughs> I'll put so, myself to sleep. Did they send an ambulance to come fix the PlayStation? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Did it get an extra life? Uh, it just says that he uh, <laughs> he wanted to know if there was a network issue, and so we called nine one one to find out. Like, yeah, he didn't uh, call your Sony. cable provider. All <laughs> right, he didn't call his Wi-Fi, his, his cable provider. He didn't call Sony. He called nine one one and said, "Hello, officer, who has gone to do training for for criminal activity? Can you help me with my tech support?" Yep. Hey, when tech support doesn't answer, <laughs> the next best thing. Next look. best thing is, as Minno <laughs> said, touch fucking grass. <laughs> Sometimes you're on the phone for hours with tech support, but 911, they have to answer in seconds. Yeah, exactly. It makes sense. Right? <laughs> Perfect plan. Man. No problems with this whatsoever. <laughs> Man, this is so not kosher. <laughs> no. Spe- speaking of cops, though. Oh, boy. All right, I'll make this one the last one. Okay, okay. Florida man impersonates a police officer, pulls over real cops. <laughs> I gotta see like video footage of this that's gonna be hilarious bro all I could see is just him do you know why I pulled you over and then seeing who they are and going oh and they just let him go yeah get in the back okay <laughs> I don't imagine it like went so well but if no if Argo said like pulled over no. cops that means like the first cop or two like Forward, I guess. Well, he uh, he uh, was impersonating a police officer, and then uh, pulls over an undercover cop, so an unmarked car that he just like pulls somebody over, and then they called the actual police officers or the the on duty, um, damn, you know, uniformed officers to come and actually yeah. like deal with him because that can be really dangerous. But mm. the yeah, he uh, he just like got really unlucky and like pulled over an actual police officer instead of you know anyone else literally anyone else what are the odds that you pull over an undercover cop like there's so many people in florida driving and you choose (laughs) the undercover cop (laughs) right well with as much shit that goes down in florida i wouldn't be surprised that every 10th car is an undercover cop That's a fair point, too. <laughs> they need, like, or, so many cops to handle all the Florida men. <laughs> or maybe the reason there is so many Florida men is there's not enough police officers, and so he got even unluckier that he picked the one cop that happened to be there. That's a valid point, too. That's unfortunate. It is. That would be my luck. <laughs> not saying I would impersonate a cop. But if I were to, that would be my luck. <laughs> but if I were to, 
<laughs> uh, do y'all want a question? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let me let me pull up my questions. Mino, how how familiar are you with D and D? Uh, a little familiar, but not like a lot of familiar. Okay, that's fine. Hey, I am now on track following the show, so I'm excited to finally keep up. Uh, this is from Lyrica. Our uh, so, our what what did we what did we uh song. Our our question singer, the question singer, yeah. yeah, our question singer. Um, also lost track of how many questions I asked. So here's an idea for y'all: What if you mixed sports with D and D, and it's life or death? No second chances. Once your health is out, it's out. I played ice hockey my whole life, so mix the sports and nerd together. Pure chaos. Also, I hope this meets your standards for more questions and working for it. LOL. And that's from Lyrica. Like fantasy football, but with like actual fantasy. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> actual fantasy football. You're not sitting there on a computer picking your drafts like no, you've got like I need Driss Deward in on my football team. Got no. Elves and dwarves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who'd you who'd you put on your uh New York Giants? Oh, this dwarf? <laughs> an actual giant? An a hell actual, giant? Yeah, an actual hill giant. Oh, they they're in play? Uh, yeah, as of last year they made it legal. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. All right, so let's start with the example of 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 hockey. I mean, I I've heard let's uh, like real plays of D and D where they mixed like racing and um I I think I've heard sports too. Some of them, yeah, I've heard a couple different versions. But like, let's take so we, we've heard this. This is we this has been done. We've seen people play a version of D&D, but with a sport mixed mm-hmm. in. Let's take the sport and mix D&D into the sport. Okay. So, ice hockey. Okay. That was the example that she used, so let's let's do that. What, what's your... What are y'all's brains thinking here? I mean, I imagine the setting would be like in a snowy tundra. Oh, excellent. Ooh, I love excellent. that. And, yeah, like I feel like that's important, but um, I don't know anything about hockey, so if I use the wrong terms, I apologize. You're good. I won't know. <laughs> I know there's a hockey puck and hockey players and a goal. Yeah, there's the hockey stick, the puck, the goalie. There's knee pads. There are knee pads. Uh, there's a net. I think you'd have to watch out for like a hidden rogue's knife somewhere cuz like they fight in that oh they dude. they get down i feel like barbarians would would flock to the sport yeah like the whole team would yeah. be barbarians Bar- well i feel like it'd be a mix of like fighters barbarians and rogues and maybe yeah. some monks in there too oh cuz like they can punch them up pretty hard yeah the monks the very graceful they bake the goalies they, they i feel like a lot of them would be goalies yeah probably It'd be interesting if there was like, um, like, and I don't know how to set this up, but like an opportunity where like the goal is a mimic somehow. Ooh. Okay. And like, I don't oh. know, like somehow you trigger something and it switches the goal into a mimic and like you Ooh. lost. Ooh. 
ooh, I like this. So it's like, hey, we're going <laughs> to hit a goal, but if it's a mimic, you lose the point or something. Or like, if, if this yeah. is like like football, let's take football for a second. Okay, do we all know football more than hockey? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> I totally sports ball. <laughs> okay, then you're on the same level as the rest of us. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay. We're all on the same page. I, I, I think I know football pretty well. I know a little bit of like baseball, basketball, and I was a competitive swimmer. But outside of that, it's a little rocky. Competitive swimming, you just need a triton. They're going to win every time. Yeah. They breathe in give water. Them, give them the ability to breathe underwater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just cast a spell, breathe water. Yeah. And druids, they could turn to a fish. Done. Yeah, true. Yep. That would get crazy real fast. It would. They would turn to a shark, eat everybody, go to one end, and go back to the other, and and, and they're done. You did competitive yep. swimming? I did. Cool. For like a huge chunk of my life. I learned how to swim before I learned how to walk. Wow. That's actually kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. It is really cool. That's neato. Yeah. I don't want to take away from the, the, the question, though. No, you're good. <laughs> what would you what, what would you envision fantasy elements mixed into competitive swimming besides what we already thrown out there? Like, so I don't know a whole whole lot about like Dungeons and Dragons, but it's not really a dragon. But like the Loch Ness monster could be involved, and I don't know if that's involved in D anD D. But you need some Ooh. kind of water monster, right? Like. Uh- I mean, the closest they to a Loch Ness monster, they do have a kraken. So, oh, I love krakens. They do, yeah. Can you imagine? Can you imagine doing competitive swimming and avoiding a kraken <laughs> at the same time? Okay, that's well, that's like kind of a fear of mine, though. Like during swim practice, you know, like we're swimming like in the swimming lanes in the shallower parts of the pool, but where the diving well is. For some reason, my brain's just like, this ginormous megalodon's gonna come out and just eat oh, me. Oh, no. <laughs> this like, is why we don't do competitive <laughs> swimming outside. I could never do open water swimming. That's so terrifying. Uh, it's terrifying. so scary. This is a lake. I can't see the bottom. Where's my foot? It's gone. It's being eaten. I'm not doing this. Yeah. The Kraken's <laughs> chasing you. No, thank you. If I can't see it, I'm done. Yep. <laughs> I used to be totally fine, and then I watched a lot of people play things like Subnautica, and I'm like, nope, I'm done. I don't. Bro. <laughs> I'm good. I don't want to do it. Not anymore. <laughs> I went I down Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, so I went down like a rabbit hole recently on like shark attacks on YouTube. Oh, don't do that. I'm never getting in the water again. (laughs) That's what happens every time. You know what my dumbass still does? You know what my dumbass still does? What? Gets in the water. (laughs) True. I say okay. that, and then I'm like, okay, but surfing do be fun, and like boogie boarding do be fun. Oh, that's cool. I yeah. could never surf. I'd get up on there and go, and then hit my head on the surfboard and just die. That's how that would go. I do want to go jet skiing again. That's a lot of fun. Oh, I've never gone, but that sounds like so much fun. It's so much fun. Oh, I could scar y'all from jet skiing ever again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. Uh, okay, so let's go. Let's go basketball. Okay. What would uh, what would fantasy elements be in the basketball? No era cocras allowed <laughs> because <laughs> no they bird can people. Fly. No charnifin. No bird you people. You know how like 
when there's a technical foul, that player gets to have a free shot at like the did you mean? Did you mean to say foul after I said bird people? Because very good pun if if meant. Oh uh, yeah. Just say, just say <laughs> I totally meant to, to say that. <laughs> she, went, she went southern. <laughs> How can you tell Bitto's lying when she's got a southern accent? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Why, yes, ma'am. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, as I was saying, (laughs) okay, you're at the free throw line, but instead of like, before you can throw the basketball, you have to roll like a crit 20. (laughs) Gotta roll that crit 20. Yeah. Like, Uh, before you can get that free shot. Yeah. Yep. Yep. With any of these sports, imagine the idea of like a... D20 amount of luck involved with any task you do ever. Like, I I don't know. Yeah. I need to roll a a 18 or higher to get this basketball hoop, but like, that is only going to happen so often. And you're going to miss so many shots. Oh, yeah. I feel like basketball would be a good sport to do for like D&D because it is almost set up like a turn-based game. <laughs> You're not wrong. That is so wild. Oh, my God. Huh. I, yeah. Now I need I... to see, like, basketball players dressed up as, like, rogues and druids <laughs> and, like, bards and stuff and, like, just play some, some basketball. But, like, before each turn, they got to roll the dice. Right. They have to roll initiative to figure out who goes first. <laughs> yes. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. We're talking about sports and, and fantasy. It's fucking Quidditch. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're I not want wrong. an online Quidditch game so bad. <laughs> I just want to fly so around the fun. map and compete with other people. <laughs> that would be really fun. The other thing that I imagined was trying to throw the ball into a hoop and a wizard going, nah, and then moving the hoop ever so slightly to the left. Oh, my <laughs> oh God. No. You know, okay, you know a fun fact? Um, my college was absolutely terrible in every sport, but we were number one in Quidditch. What? True huh? story. True story. There are actual colleges that have Quidditch teams. I don't know how this works. We were so <laughs> bad at every sport, but we were number one in the nation in Quidditch. Oh my god, how is that even possible? I don't that know. Is wild. I don't think it is. <laughs> I mean, they're not but flying obviously. around on broomsticks, but like, I think they run around on broomsticks. What the shit? Oh my god. <laughs> you know, what? what is more mind-blowing than just saying Quidditch, honestly, though? Um, LARPing. Like... Oh, yeah. Like, just running around with swords and beating each other. That's right, literally com- just... That is the definition of what you just said, sports mixed with D&D. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, there is just be literal LARPing out there. There is, yeah. People win stuff. People... In fact, when people defeat other people, typically, they win, like, their weapon sometimes. Yeah. I can't tell you how I many times... An- yeah, yeah. LARPing goes hard. Anthony oh, yeah. Anthony goes out and does that. One of our one of our friends. Um, yeah, he he was on the show last year, um, last season. 
Last, he, was on, he was on the show last I love, season. I love you say last year like it was so long ago. It, it was, was like two months ago. Okay. <laughs> January was a long year. January was. was a really fucking long year. It was like one week into like the new year and it felt like New Year's was like a year ago. <laughs> it's true. Though. Honestly. It's so true. And it didn't help that I was sick during New Year's. And so Aww. when I finally got... Oh, thanks. And when I got better, it just felt like... Everything was a new chapter. I felt better. It honestly, it helped me start the new year on a better foot, oddly enough. Before we get completely off track, I do need to share this. I actually found a uh, LARPing group that was happening in my local park. Ooh. Oh, that's cool. It was like right down the street from where I lived, and they were, they had literal like metal, Uh like armor on and they were in a big circle and they were you know practicing doing their thing and it wasn't like a competition or anything but it was just like them practicing and getting to do their get together and like whoever I was with I think it was I think it was my wife was with me and we went over and looked at it we're just like what is this because we were like (laughs) this is too interesting not to go to but like what in the world is going on they're like yeah yeah we're this like group with this like LARPing role you know, fighting group, and we just practice and do this stuff all the time. And I was like, "Oh, this is so cool, though." <laughs> oh, that yeah. is really cool. Like right you, down the you'd street, fit right in, Richard. I don't mm-hmm. know if I like that. <laughs> like, I think you'd be perfect for it. I don't. I. I. A lot of people have said that, and I don't know if I. I don't know. But here's the thing: post thirty, we try to do a barrel roll, and we're going to pull something. This is true. <laughs> yeah. That- okay. <laughs> I uh, recently became a backup dancer for a friend's band, and oh. y'all, our age is showing. We, like, bend down, and our knees and hips are, like, cracking, and I'm like, oh, my God, we can't do this on stage. That's hilarious. <laughs> I knew that was you. I saw that. Anyway, yep. <laughs> I saw a picture, and I was like, hey, that, that's, that's Minnow. It is. (laughs) Okay. I knew it. That was the super Um, secret thing I was talking about for months. And then my friend was like, no, you can talk about it. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, Before we close out for, for the, for the night, um, can you tell our listeners how they can watch you and get to know you more and be part of your community? Yeah, um, so I'm super active on Twitch, uh, which is just at Minataris. Um, I kind of have a new stream schedule, but I haven't implemented it yet. So I'm just I'm live three to four times throughout the week. Um, right now, it's just pretty sporadic, but I, I do have a stream <laughs> schedule I will be implementing very soon, which will be Sunday, Mondays and uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays, usually starting cool. in the evening of between 8 and 9 p.m. Central. Um, and then I'm pretty active also on um, on Twitter and YouTube and uh, Instagram, all at Minataris. Um, so yeah, that's really how you can find me. Yeah, we'll we'll put your uh, your Twitch link and your your uh, Twitter. Link. I mean, do you have a link that just throws everything in one place or? I do. I I built a okay. website and it has everything listed out for everyone, so I can. Send you that link and uh, makes it very easy. It's all like Fantastic. consolidated. Fantastic, guys! If y'all look in the description right now of our episode, you just press see more. That's not spelled S E Y M O U R. 
No, fuck it. I'm going to put Steve Martin oh, out in the no. search. You will see the link to Minatari's <laughs> website. Uh, click that. Check her out. Um, it's been really good to have you on the show. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for having me again. This was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Richard, was there anything else that you wanted to... No, just I appreciate... Minnow knows how much I appreciate her. Like, <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, thank well, you, you actually so, watch her so get much. The cupcakes. Okay, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I had this like anxiety in the back of my head where if I am in the lead for cupcakes this year, everyone's gonna think it's rigged. And two, I'm gonna be so scared to win, but I'm also so competitive that I'm still gonna try. <laughs> There's gonna be ways to lose cupcakes and gain cupcakes Whoa. and Yeah, things. a whole different game. Whole different yeah, game this year. Completely rewrote the script for the daily cupcakes and for the listeners, if you're like, what the hell are y'all talking about? Tune into my Twitch and come find out. <laughs> yep. It's it's worth it. It's so much fun. That is cool. Well if y'all guys have any questions for I don't know, Minnow for a future episode or anybody else, including ourselves, the hosts, you know, the people who actually, you know, read those emails, read those emails. You can email us at talk to the nerd at gmail.com. That's talk. The number two, the nerd at gmail.com. We're there. So you should be there. When did this start? I don't know, okay? I started this, like, Why? last year. This is a slogan <laughs> I've heard somewhere else. We are not the ones that invented this slogan. No, like, I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know for the third time. I just started saying, we're there, so you should be there. It sounds almost like so, like you should be watching or like something yeah, like that, you know? it does. But it's not. It's not that. I think it's original. I don't you know. <laughs> Yeah. Back, back back me up here. <laughs> yeah, that's totally original. I've never heard that before. Mm-mm. There was no southern there accent. There was no southern She's accent. Telling the truth. There was no <laughs> southern accent. <laughs> that, that's the lie detector test. <laughs> yes, yes. As always, my name is Ryan Hall. And my name is Richard Lasko. And we and have our special guest today. Minotaris. Come back next time so you too can talk to the nerd. Ah, <laughs> 